My name is Ronika Jacobs and you found my podcast, Strive for More, Your Best Life Now. While there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, you've taken the time out to listen to this one. So for that, I would like to say thank you. So without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's strive for more. My next guests, David and Dana Hagstrom, are helping people strive for more in the area of entrepreneurship. Not only are David and Dana madly in love after years of marriage, but they work together in their business coaching practice. They believe it is their ministry to help entrepreneurs scale their profits and grow their business in non-hassling ways. In this episode... David and Dana will share their journey helping entrepreneurs as well as discuss what it's like to be in business with your spouse. Hi, Dana and David. Welcome. Thank you so much for being guests on my show. How are you? We're doing great. It's uh, a pleasure to be on your show with you. That is awesome. And Dana, how are you? Doing wonderful. Thank you for having us. This is great. Now, Dana, I have to ask you, how has it been working with your husband? Honestly, I love it. Now, not every couple can or should work together, but David and I are perfectly matched for that because his, his skills and his gifts are totally different than mine. And so we fit together well. We complement each other well. And, you know, after years and years of you know, running in different directions in our, in our first career, working together has been a huge blessing for us. I would echo that. I can't imagine being in this particular online business alone. It is such a blessing having Dana as, as my partner. There are aspects of the business that I love, and there are some that I would have real difficulty with, given my real introverted personality. And Dana and I complement each other so well. It's just a delight working together. They go to their jobs and they always talk about their work husband or their work wife, (laughs) which is typically (laughs) someone else who they are absolutely not married to. But it's wonderful because you actually are married to your work husband and work wife. (laughs) That's awesome. Is there anything that you have agreed upon that you will always do or not do as a couple being that you're in business together? That's something we've talked about at a variety of times in, as we've gone through this. And I think that the biggest example that I can give is that there have been a number of times that we have been counseled that we ought to change our ads or our um, 
some of our promotional materials in certain ways to make a, a more lavish and impactful promise that when we read it would seem to be more than we could deliver or at least slightly dishonest. And I know that it's a, a common thing in, in marketing to describe things in the most positive terms possible, but we have agreed that integrity is our number one value in our business and in our lives together. And we want to make sure that we express ourselves in such a way that we can deliver or even over-deliver on the promises we make. Wow, that's wonderful. And Dana, what about you in thinking about working with your husband? Because he's truly your partner, right? He's your partner in life, and now he's your partner in business. So is there anything you can add to that, you know, as you've been working with your husband that y'all decided, like, hey, you know what, at the end of the day, these are all non-negotiables. We will not allow this particular thing to interrupt the foundation that we have. Right. Now, I loved what he said. We really do want to be integrity-filled in every aspect of our life, especially our business. But I think the other non-negotiable is just that we keep each other and our needs, you know, above all else. And so, you know, we both really value our time together. And so we never want to get too busy in our work or in our coaching business that we neglect each other. So that is the only, that's the only thing I would add to what he just said. Well, thank you both for sharing and being so honest and candid and authentic because, you know, there are many couples out there who are deciding to go into business together. And I like that you said, Dana, y'all really keep the two of you in mind and keep the two of you, your relationship and keep that first. So I really like to hear that. So Dana, I know you guys are coaches and you're, you're helping entrepreneurs, but can you share a little bit about your background? Oh, sure. For 30-some years, I was a paralegal, working for different attorneys over the years, getting ready for trials, working with people that had been injured, personal injury. You know, I did a little criminal. I did family law. So being highly organized is probably in my, in my genes just from having worked in such an environment over the years. But that's where I come from, that and... Of course, David, he'll tell his story, but, you know, being a busy mom and wife and running a business on the side, a piano studio, I mean, I've always been super busy, super driven, and always with a full plate. Wow. And David, please share with my listeners, you know, your background as well. Sure. I was a pastor for 35 years. And I've served in small churches as well as very large churches. I was a solo pastor, a senior pastor. I was a, an executive pastor in a huge church that, with over 1,000 in worship every Sunday. And one of the things that I found is my particular gift in especially in those larger congregations, was my gift for strategic planning. And so I found myself involved with long-term planning for effective ministry and with coaching other staff members. I love it. All right, so that leads me to 
you guys, Dana, you have the background in being in legal, but then you were actually an entrepreneur already having your piano studio. And then David being a pastor. And in a sense, I guess you already were coaching people, but then how did you make the transition to coaching entrepreneurs? Sure. I still remember one particular night vividly when we had been at a training event and our mentors were there as well. And that evening we invited Todd to to our hotel room to go over our business plan with us. And we were sitting in these straight hardback chairs and he helped tighten up a few of the details. And then he turned to me and said, you're ready. You need to be out there coaching others. And honestly, I didn't feel ready, certainly not at that time. But in retrospect, he was right. And as I already mentioned, it was my gift for strategic planning that led me to serving as a senior pastor in a large congregation, then executive pastor coaching other staff members in a huge congregation. And essentially what had happened is that I had learned how to apply my gift for strategic planning in a new business area. And now it was time to share. And so we began coaching our own small group of online marketers. But there was still something missing. We could help others with almost any piece of online marketing, but it was still sort of hit and miss which piece to work on when sort of like we were putting pieces into a jigsaw puzzle, but we didn't know what the overall picture was supposed to look like. And then one day that picture came into focus, both for us and for coaching others, so that we could literally walk through a list of questions and tell our clients, here's where you need to focus your energy now to move your business forward. And From that day, our level of excitement and enthusiasm for coaching went through the roof. And we just became supremely confident, I guess, that we can help people develop a profitable online marketing business without an overwhelming task list. And we can show them how. Wow, that's amazing. And David, you know, isn't it funny how – we never feel like we are ready. Like we could be the best at our craft <laughs> and we still feel like, well, no, I'm not quite ready. <laughs> it's amazing. Exactly. Y'all are entrepreneurs, but you're helping other entrepreneurs as you are entrepreneurs yourself. So I'm sure mm-hmm. there's lots of reflection in this process. So what has been your greatest reflection? Well, I think I would have to, to say, and that's a great question, but you know, when, you're, when you're teaching others, you learn better yourself. And so that has been a, a huge gain for us. You know, we knew a lot, but it seems like when you share that knowledge with other people, you grow as well. So that has I think that has been kind of the bonus byproduct of the whole thing. And it forces us to want to be better. You know, as we walk the people through and help them with their issues and, you know, help them with their mindset, we're growing ourselves. The whole journey of being an entrepreneur has been a great journey of awareness for both of us 
to realize, you know, we've got something to share. And if it wasn't for this business, we would have not have been able to share it. And there were people that were out there that needed us that weren't being served. So it's a beautiful thing. Wow, I love it. You guys, I hope you heard what Dana said. In teaching others, you actually learn yourself. You know, there are lots of people that have this great idea and they decide that they want to take a stab at entrepreneurship and they want to start a business. Of course, there's a lot of great learning that happens. I'm an entrepreneur. You guys are entrepreneurs and I tell you, I know we can share stories, (laughs) endless stories on learning. So what do you think, in your opinion, what are the first three most important things for someone to think about when starting a business? I love your questions. I love your questions. I think the top three would be, the first one would be, who do you want to help? You know, a business, you know, you start a business for on a purpose. What, what is that purpose? Who are you trying to serve? And being clear on, your, on who you're serving is probably the most important thing. Number two would be, well, how are you going to serve them? And having a product or a service that is going to, to help them and being able to develop that in a, such a way that you become, you know, attractive to those people so that they come to you and look to you for that solution. And then the third, this can be, you may have a really great product and you know exactly who you want to serve, but find out that you're not going to make any money at it because, you know, the, the, the basis of, of compensation just isn't enough to sustain you. So the third piece would be know how you're going to make money and have a good business plan. Well, David, is there anything that you would like to add to that? No, those really are the um, important questions to ask at the beginning. And just to give an example, Dana mentioned monetization as one part of the framework. Well, I, I was talking to one client a few weeks ago, and she was lamenting about the uh, paltry amount of money that was coming in per month and wondered you know, how she was going to make a go of this business. And I asked, okay, how much do you make per transaction? And she gave me her answer. And I said, okay, now think about how much is it that you'd like to make per month? And just divide that out and let, tell me how many sales do you need to make per month to make the amount of money that you'd like. I waited just a couple seconds, and she said, well, that's completely impossible. There's no way I can make that many sales per month. And I said, okay, we just discovered one model for your business that doesn't work. Let's start working, figure out a model that will. And those foundational questions are often neglected. And it's exactly the questions Dana mentioned. Who are you serving? And what is the problem that you solve for them? And how do you make money doing so? And we've given, um, in fact, we've done webinars on each one of those three questions. And so, you know, each one of them really brings up a whole set of questions as you dig deeper into it. But those are the basic questions that have to be worked out ahead of time. Wow. No, that that makes so much sense. I know a couple of times I've 
definitely starting out, I had to think about, well, in starting this podcast, who exactly is this podcast for? Who do I want my listeners to be? And you know what? What's interesting is it has adjusted. (laughs) It, It hasn't stayed the same as I go along. That's something that's very interesting that I have discovered. Yes, we've discovered the same thing. Our business model has changed several times along the way. And, you know, had we had some uh, good coaching early on, we could have developed the business much, much more quickly than we did. But it's been a, a great journey where we've learned a lot along the way. And it's also great that, like you said, you guys are in it together. And it's always great when you don't have to do something alone. You guys have what you call your solution framework. And without giving too much away, because I know that's part of your system, uh, but can you share with the listeners just a little bit about the solution framework that you share in your coaching practice? Okay. Well, first let me set a little context. In our coaching Stage one for people is testing their foundation for success. And we research four critical sets of questions. We just mentioned three of them. The, other, the fourth one is where are you headed? Just getting really clear on their vision and goals ahead of time. But then when they're in stage two, they are designing and building their pipeline for profit. And when you're doing business online, one of the first things you need to think about is how do you bring people into your audience so that you can move them along step by step until they're ready to become customers and raving fans. So that's where the solution template comes in. We have designed the solution template to help people come up with their own irresistible lead magnet for their business. And solution itself is an acronym, and I'm not going to take the time to go through all the parts of it, but it stands for eight different things that need to be there in your lead magnet in order not just to to attract people and get a lead, but to honestly serve them and so that they are getting some significant value out of it and are then and then to show them what the next step in the process is so that you continue to develop a relationship and position yourself as an authority and develop an ongoing relationship that leads to a new client. So so often lead magnets are sort of dead ends. And you've got the lead, you've got somebody's email address, but unless it leads them to the next step, it can easily sort of stop there. And so our solution template helps people with that particular problem of bringing in a consistent flow of leads that are are blessed by the value that you bring into their life and are eager to go on in the next step in the journey. Wow, I like that. And I love the fact that you said, you know, you can test your lead magnets and if it doesn't work, you try something else. You know, one of the things that you brought up about the lead magnet that I've noticed, especially in online businesses, you put something out there, you put your lead magnet out there, and then no one bites. What do you say to that entrepreneur to help them to not give up? And, Dana, I'm going to direct this question to you. 
you know, what do you say to that? Because, you know, you, you develop this, this program, whether it's coaching or this product, you put your lead magnet out there, and you feel like it's your best work. you like, this is an awesome idea. I'm going to help people. And no one or at least less than expected the, uh, the number, no one bites, right? And it's almost devastating, right? Because you work so hard to put that first lead magnet out there. So what can you say to somebody to make sure they don't give up? Well, I would say exactly that. Don't give up. You know, if at first you don't succeed, I know that's kind of, you know, we've heard that a million times, but if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. This business isn't, you know, you may have done your best work, but you can always do better. And there are always ways you can tweak it. And it could even be you've, um, you've created something that's so beautiful, but it isn't what your audience wants. And so, even stepping back, okay, what do they really want? What is going to really rock their world? Is it this? Is it this wonderful, beautiful thing I've just created? And many times people will realize, no, absolutely not. It, it's wonderful and it's beautiful, but either they're not ready for it yet or they're past needing it, and it isn't, it isn't the right fit. So that's why it's so important, you know, even before you make a lead magnet, make sure that it's going to be enticing. And that solution framework helps you think through those questions and, you know, to make that so you don't have that experience because that's devastating when you've put so much time into something and, and have no return or very little return. Now, of course, there are many coaches out there, many people boasting their coaching business. You know, they put their lead magnets out there. They advertise, whether it's Facebook or whatever their means of advertising, right? And so there are many out there, right? But there's nothing wrong with that because, I mean, there's more than one place that you can get a hamburger. And, I mean, you can only – and you could also get a hamburger at home because you can fix it yourself. But that doesn't stop you from going out and getting one from a restaurant. So what makes your coaching program – unique. What's so special that someone should book you guys, Dana, and subscribe to your method for their business? I know there are a lot of coaches out there and they are doing wonderful things to help people. And I loved your analogy of the hamburger because, yeah, we don't all like the same hamburger. So people that are attracted to us, you know, that's one thing. And so we, we, we like, you know, do our marketing to the certain person. But what makes us unique, I think, is that we take people where they are. Are they just beginning? Are, are they, have they been in it for a while? The only common denominator is that they want more profit. And I don't know, what makes us unique is that we can, David's strategy is amazing. I mean, he can take a situation and know exactly when we, you know, apply these questions, when we, we dig into where they are, and instead of helping them with just one thing, we're able to help them move along a pathway that's been proven to get people to a more profitable business. So I know a lot of coaches have their specialties, like maybe some are really great with funnels, you know, some are really great with mindset. We've kind of got the whole package, but we move you along slowly, and we take you from where you are today and we take you for what to where you want to be. Wow. So what's next for you guys? Anything in the works, something new you're thinking about doing? What's next for us is that we have just finished developing our 
coaching system into an online course. And the fact is we realize that not everyone can afford one-to-one coaching. And it's exciting for us to be at the place where we are also able to help those that would like either our group coaching or now who would be helped by having a home study course that they can go through. Wow, that's amazing. Well, guys, I enjoyed my time with you. Like I said, I knew I was going to enjoy this interview because as I was doing research on you guys and learning more and more about you, I thought, wow, this couple is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. So I have one last question. doesn't really have to do too much uh, with the topic, um, although I could a little. So, uh, Dana, I'm going to ask you first. Who would you want to play you in a biographical film about your life? Well, let's see. I I like a lot of different actresses, but I think the one that I would I would pick, and she's she's probably familiar to folks if you like the Hallmark Channel. But her name's Candace Cameron Bure, and she's she's just a darling Christian woman. And got a lot of spunk, and I think she would play me very well. Yes, yes, I know exactly who that is. I know for my age, uh, we remember her as DJ Tanner <laughs> from Full yes, House. I, I, yes, she is a phenomenal yep, yep. actress. Yes. Yep. I I should have led with the Full House. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. But I know exactly who she is, and I think they, she's even out on Netflix now. Uh, doing Fuller House, but you know you're you're right. She's a phenomenal actress, and yes, she does have a a wonderful Christian spirit, very faith based, wonderful person. David, what about you? I am the world's worst in remembering the names of actors. I'm always saying, remember that movie so and so? Who was it that played that part? <laughs> and but anyway, <laughs> we, I'm going to go with Jim Caviezel, and uh, mm. and he is a phenomenal actor, and I ad- greatly admire him for his outspoken faith as well. And uh, so he's the one I'd go with. You know, when he played Jesus in The Passion in the theaters, mm-hmm. I mean, just sitting in that theater watching that movie, and, but he was phenomenal, and I agree with you more that he would be a great actor to play you because he did a phenomenal job in relating that moment in time in Jesus's life. So uh, the great choice, both of you, great choices. <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time to both of you. And I really appreciate you guys both giving your wisdom and your expertise and just spending a little time with me and sharing how, in fact, you guys have strived for more in your life. So now it's time for you to let everyone know how they can either book you to speak or book a coaching session with you or even access your YouTube channel. Okay, the easiest way for people to find us is to go to David N, the letter N that is, Dana.com, DavidNDana.com. And on our website, you'll see right away how to get our solution template um, but you'll also see how to book a call with us. And so though it's, it's easy to get a hold of us that way. Our YouTube channel 
is Ask David and Dana on YouTube. And Dana, what else would we suggest? I love the website because everything is there. It's all in one place. And I, and I love that our solution framework is right there available too, right on the first page. All right, guys. Well, any last words of encouragement for the listeners as they strive for more? Just a story. About 30 years ago, I took one year off from ministry and spent it studying guitar at Musicians Institute in Hollywood. And I always intended to continue that study and to focus on jazz improvisation. But as a pastor, I was always too busy. And frankly, my skills slipped from lack of practice and with it my enjoyment of playing. Got to the place where you know, I, my skills had slipped so much that I, I just didn't even feel like picking up the guitar. And then I saw an online course that was exactly what I needed, a chance to review the basics of jazz guitar improvisation and take it to the next level along with a group and guided by an excellent professional jazz guitarist. Now, of course, it wasn't free, and it was stuff I really knew how to do on my own, I just needed to discipline myself to regular, focused, intentional practice. I knew most of the concepts in my head, but I just needed to get them into my ears and into my heart and into my fingers. And you know how it goes. Another year slips by. Well, then I saw that same ad again, and finally I sign up for the course, and I'm amazed at how quickly I progress. Both my skill level and my enjoyment took off, given the simple accountability of a teacher, a curriculum, and a group doing the work together. And I guess my point is that when, for your listeners, when you see what you need to do, go for it. Don't put it off any longer. When you see what you need to do, your time is now. Get started. Wow. Any last words of encouragement for the listeners as they strive for more? Um, I think having a heart of gratitude is is key um, in any business or life situation. And um, a, a practice that I've started that I really feel has has helped my whole outlook on on life is is to start in the morning before I even get out of bed. To think of three things, and it's only three things that I'm grateful for, and give God thanks for them. That could be as simple as thanks for, you know, letting me wake up again today, or thank you for the sunshine. I mean, if some mornings I'm not as creative as others, but before I get out of bed, I start with gratitude, and that has that just shapes my whole day. And I think that that will help all of us your listeners especially, you know, strive for more. There's so much more to life, but do it with a grateful heart. Well, I wish you nothing but blessings and abundance to you and your family and your future and your coaching business. Thank you for spending the time with me and my listeners. I really appreciate you. Please take care and God bless. Thank you, you Ronika. We appreciate it too. Are you interested in growing your business? then send me an email at striveformore at email.com. You can advertise and spotlight your business on one of my episodes.
We have several different packages available. You can sponsor one episode or a targeted episode, or you can sponsor multiple episodes. I would be delighted to help you grow your business and expose your product or service to a brand new audience. Continue to strive for more and live your best life now. See you in the next episode.